Welcome to Your Lot and Parcel Podcast with your host, Benjamin Diaz, designed strictly for you, the consumer. You will find that this platform has your best interests at heart. This is Benjamin Diaz. Thank you for joining our show today. In this episode, you will learn that the U.S. Department of Agriculture is providing 100% financing for low to moderate income earners in rural areas across the country. In fact, it might be a good fit for you. Come along with me and let's visit with our guest. He is the Director of Community Relations for the Coachella Valley Housing Coalition. Let's meet Javier H. Lopez. Javier, thank you for being on our show here this afternoon, taking time from your schedule. And I'm really excited about hearing you about your story. And, uh, and of course, that's the the coalition. The, uh, excuse me. The, let me start over. <laughs> the, the Coachella Valley Housing Coalition. So tell us about your organization and, and what was the impetus or the, the motivation of this organization? Sure. And uh, first of all, thank you, Benjamin, for allowing me to uh, be on your show and, and uh, hopefully uh, inform and, and educate a lot of our public, uh, li- our listening audience on what uh, CBHC or the Coachella Valley Housing Coalition is all about. Uh, CBHC uh, is a nonprofit developer of affordable housing. It was founded back in 1982 by uh, local visionaries uh, in the city of Coachella who wanted to provide uh, better housing for the local farm worker community. Uh, they were seeing a lot of farm workers uh, working out of uh, makeshift homes, uh, cardboards, uh, out of their cars, uh, mm. which unfortunately we still see a lot of that to, going on today. Uh, but at that uh, point of time, it was even worse. Um, so that's how CBHC came about. Uh, and uh, since 1982, it's uh, become uh, the, the go-to developer, so, so, uh, so to speak, uh, here in the area for affordable housing, and we've included housing for seniors, uh, veterans, uh, low-income families, et cetera, et cetera. So um, that was pretty much the original motivation, and uh, the organization has uh, done a lot more since, of course, and, uh, you know, in, in, in a sense, we're still, um, we're still uh, yeah, on the, um, on the verge of building even more housing uh, for other folks. Um, good, good. As we all know, uh, uh, market rate housing, uh, is out of the reach for many working families. Um, so we want to make sure we're bringing the American dream of home ownership to a lot of our working yeah, families, and individuals. Yeah, it's a wonderful thing. You know, uh, what governmental agency regulates or oversees uh, these programs? Okay. Uh, well, basically we have two types of programs. We have single family development, which are houses, obviously. And then we yeah. have our multifamily development uh, department as well, which uh, constructs uh, apartment complexes. Mm-hmm. So uh, with a single family home, that's, that's developed through what is called the Mutual Self-Help Program, which is a federal program under the United States uh, Department of Agriculture, um, yes. where folks, uh, families who are eligible um, in, in lieu of a financial down payment, they put in the sweat equity, a uh, certain number of hours uh, to help build their, their homes. You know, so these people are not getting, uh, you know, any freebies, uh, so to speak. They're not getting a free ride. Uh, they're, you know, they're working during the day and then putting hours after work or on the weekends or on their days off by uh, building their own, helping to build their own homes under under supervision of our site supervisors. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, family, uh, I'm sorry. 
So there is a mutual assistance. I mean, other families pitch in as well. Or? Correct. Usually, okay. these uh, these developments, these houses are constructed uh, by a group of families. Usually, uh -huh. anywhere from ten or thirteen families that are working together uh, on their homes, uh, <laughs> and helping each other, building that camaraderie, um, understanding that they're gonna they're developing their future neighborhoods together, so to speak. Uh, their children are gonna grow up and attend the local schools. Yes. So, uh, and in a case, in a sense, they're also, you know, starting their own uh, neighborhood watch programs because you know they're working together as families, mm -hmm. and uh, nobody, um, nobody uh, gets their house until they're all completed. So it's not like one family is done and then the the next nine, for example, are mm -hmm. are on their own. So everybody finishes together uh, and gets their keys, and you know, and then we move on to the next the next okay. group. So right now mm -hmm. we're we're constructing in the city of Imperial, in the county of Imperial, mm -hmm. and in the city of Desert Hot Springs, um, mm -hmm. here in Riverside County. Okay. So it's, it's a very good program. Uh, we want to continue that. Uh, we're hoping that, obviously, the federal government continues to assist organizations as ours in uh, help, continuing to help other families in the yes. future. Mm -hmm. Very good. You know, the USDA, uh, obviously, that's a federal agency. Mm -hmm. So conceivably, then, uh, Javier, conceivably, let's say somebody in Florida can probably call into their local office or USDA office and find out what might be available for them. Is that, uh, is that correct? Yeah, that would be possible. I'm not, under, I'm not sure if, if it's available in every single state. I mean, there's yes. folks here in California that haven't heard of, of the mutual self-help program. Yes. Uh, you know, I've been to conferences up in uh, San Francisco and Sacramento, and, and uh, not everyone is aware, but I'm sure they would uh, yes. get a better answer if they called directly to HUD or their local HUD uh, office mm -hmm. uh, and inquire about those because it is a, it's a very good program. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah. You know what... Of course, uh, mortgages uh, are are what within my purview, and, and US, USDA loans. I'm, of course, uh, they're available uh, across the country, but not within metropolitan areas. I understand the uh, uh, county county. I guess uh, more than likely you will find that these uh, homes or property would be eligible for these programs. Uh, but again, you know, it's not out in the boondocks. I mean, it's just uh, right outside sometimes the city limits that you're able to, uh, or the property does qualify. And speaking of such, how does uh, these folks here that uh, build their homes, how do they qualify for, for? Uh, yeah, well, they hear through, uh, through, uh, about us through our, um, obviously yeah. our marketing efforts. Uh, you know, we're, we're out there in the community, we're making presentations, we're on social media, we'll talk about yeah. that in a few minutes, but um, basically, they'll, they'll call in, for example, and we ask them because we have a, a long waiting list. I mean, it's in mm. the thousands. Um, because obviously, affordable, everybody thinks, well, you're building, well, you know, I want a house in this city. Well, we might not have lots available in that city at that time. So yeah. we let them know where we, we are building. And depending on their interests, you know, they would get on a waiting list and then, um, in the meantime, we'll, we'll um, check their credit score. If their credit is low, you know, we do offer credit repair classes and, and mm -hmm. credit counseling 101 appoint, on 101 appointments. So, uh, you know, we work with the families and even, mm -hmm. it, it, you know, we might have a family who might not be eligible based on the credit scores. So we don't tell them, uh, you know, we don't give them no as an answer. We'll just give them, you know, not now. That, so okay. that doesn't mean that in the future we can help them because we will uh, sign them up for credit counseling 
and so right. on. Sure. Uh, once a project does become available in the area, you know, we'll mail them or give them a call to come in the office and complete the paperwork, the applications, and then mm -hmm. again, we'll be looking at their uh, income, their debt information, mm -hmm. and so on. Yeah. So we want we want families that are actually that are working, obviously, and and then um, based on certain criteria of their credit scores, you know, we'll, right. you know, we'll get them going once once the. Very good. Uh, yeah, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, very good. No, I understand. Uh, many times, well, it's up to the lender. Uh, you know, right. they, they, call, they call them overlays, you know, but typically about a mid-score of 640 is what they need to have. From yeah, we do We do uh, pre-approvals, of course, yes. and okay. those are submitted to the lenders, as, as you mentioned, and then uh, yes. once that is determined, then we'll um, give them a call, and then we'll have a, a orientation. Right. You know, with the families that are going to be, they'll, they'll get to uh, know their, who their site supervisor is going to be, what they're going to be required to do, how many hours uh, they're going to need to commit to. Um, so it's, 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 it could be a lengthy process, but if everything's in, in place, you know, the, it, yeah. it becomes a, a lot quicker. So, uh, exactly. so it's good. Mm -hmm. Very good. <clears throat> I know the USDA loan on balance, on balance, it's, it's a, it's a better loan than an FHA loan, uh, Javier. Mm -hmm. because um, number one, uh, there's less PMI that you have to pay for. That's a private mortgage insurance. Mm -hmm. It's 100% financing. And um, so I, I think it's a, it's a better better program, actually. But uh, having said that, <clears throat> the um, folks, you know, that, um, that are low to moderate income can qualify. And that's, mm -hmm. a, that's, a, that's, a, that's pretty nifty. You know that? That's pretty nifty. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. And, and these families become owner build, builders. Um, oh, yeah. So many folks, you know, a lot of things, a lot of people think it's only for, for the guys or, or the, the dad in the family, but a lot of moms, yeah. single moms work, you know, um, also do a lot of their work. Um, and they come out with marketable skills as well, because they, they learn to set tile, they learn to install an appliance here and there. They're pretty yeah. much doing everything except uh, stucco, electrical, yeah. and plumbing. There you go. Yeah, those so, are marketing skills. You know, you can go out and, uh, you know, uh, do a startup, you know. Yeah, self, they do, self. you know, including irrigation systems for their front and backyard. So, there you go. Yeah. So, it's a lot of good things that, that come out of this. I think that's a pretty good uh, program, actually, you know. And uh, I grew up on a farm, and uh, I know mm -hmm. exactly what you're talking about. And... Uh, it's right. a very, very nice program. Um, so uh, approximately how many homes would you say uh, since this organization has been uh, uh, active, uh, you, you folks have uh, built, do you figure? Single family homes we've yes. built, we're a little over, we're a little over uh, 2,100 since inception. Right? Uh -huh. And then we're obviously, we're still uh, building. We're working with local entity, government entities to um, see if we can purchase more lots. We're working with the city of Raleigh, for example, and in mm -hmm. local cities here in Coachella and Indio and mm -hmm. so on to try to purchase lots so we can continue this program. Um, yeah. Very good. That's, know, so. that's by uh, Palm Springs and all that? No, that's no, correct. Yeah. yeah, it's in the Palm yeah. Springs, Coachella Valley area. Yes, very good. So can you, can you speak to the, uh, the average size of the home that, that are being built? In, uh, average size areas? of the home, we're looking anywhere from 1,300 to 1,500 square feet, uh, three to four bedrooms, two baths. Uh, so it all depends, obviously, on the, on the location and, and what incentives we might get from local mm -hmm. cities and whatnot. But that's pretty much where we are. Uh, the, the most recent ones we had were in uh, cities of Imperial and Desert Hot Springs, and those were averaging uh, 1,374 square feet and 1,340. 
mm. uh, respectively. Uh, but these are four bedroom, two bath homes. Yeah. Uh, you know, what would you say the value, the value of those homes? Uh, the average, uh, the yeah. average price of a home in uh, Imperial was at $191,000. Right? Okay. Yeah. And Desert Hot Springs at $184,000, mm. $185,000. Uh, again, very affordable uh, and comfortable mm -hmm. payments here for these families. We want to continue that, but also we have to understand that we, we work in uh, within economic and political environments. Mm -hmm. So, uh, case in point, you know, when when the government uh, shuts down, for example, yes. a program, yeah. you know, and we have yeah. families that might end up in limbo, so to speak, and they can't yeah. continue or move forward. So, the other thing is, if we have a um, tariff wars with certain, with certain countries, um, mm -hmm. you know, uh, building supplies uh, increase. So now those costs are carried over to the end user, which is pretty unfortunately, but uh, unfortunate, but, but, you know, we, we're doing what we can in, in terms of uh, being out there and aggressively informing local and uh, regional elected officials, as well as state and, and federal on the importance of yeah. affordable housing because everybody has this mentality that affordable housing attracts uh, you know the low lives or the, or the bad element right, right. Uh, and so on when in reality it's for working families that are absolutely yeah you know that play by the rules pay their taxes mm -hmm. and, and just want to have a roof over their for over their heads for their children sure, sure. to succeed in school um, yeah yeah no yeah very hard working blue collar you would, i would call mm -hmm. it blue collar you know and uh and uh, you know what, I, I can see where if they're all pitching in, I mean, they have a vested interest in making sure they take care of the, the community, the, the homes, and and as you said, a neighborhood watch and all that. Uh, right. I can see that. I can see that. We're having a conversation with Javier H. Lopez, the Director of Community Relations for the Coachella Valley Housing Coalition, and he is relating his story. Um, as far as uh, income, uh, I'm sure there's uh, on, on the website, the USDA website, there's a income scale, I'm sure, right? And how many right. within the family, you know, and what the income limit is and so forth. I, I understand you can go up to 100, uh, well, depending on the geographical area there as to um, average uh, median income, um, you can go up to 115%, I guess, uh, I understand, Um um, yeah, it's all based on the AMIs, as you uh, well mentioned. Um, yeah. So it would depend on family size and income and so on. Um, mm -hmm. So all those factors are taken into consideration. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah I understand. Well, that's for an example. <clears throat> Let me see if I went to the right uh, little country school here. Let's say <laughs> the area requires uh, the average, let's say the average income uh, for the area is 50000 so if you can go 115 percent, then then uh, your ceiling would be 57,500 income for the family. So you know that's that's pretty good actually. Mm -hmm. it, you know, there's many that fall into that. Right. Uh -huh. So um, yeah, we look at at all those factors, uh, but you know, um, yeah, the need is out there. We can't. Um, can keep up with the demand, of course, uh, as market rate uh, housing continues to absolutely does does your organization get involved with uh, rehab work yes we do um, for both single family and, and multi-family we've had some uh, rehab homes uh, just recently a few years back we had a yes. 
a program called Lease to Own. When the organization purchased a lot of um, used homes, uh, rehabilitated them, and then um, rented them out to families with the intent of um, making those families uh, homeowners. And as mm -hmm. a matter of fact, that was one of those. Um, they mm -hmm. came to, yeah, during the, the 2008 uh market collapse you know oh, yes. we saw a lot of that so that was a very successful program um, mm -hmm. we're looking at something similar maybe in the, in the near future mm -hmm. to continue with with some of those um, okay. and then uh, same thing with uh, rehab on the multifamily side you know we we picked up a, a few units uh, 12 units of single family development uh, in the city mm -hmm. of Coachella recently we rehabilitated those um, we uh, picked up uh, Fred Young labor camp uh, a few years back uh, here in the city of Indio to um, because I was it was a government uh, camp uh, you know everybody all the locals uh, still refer to it as El Campo uh, because right. it was a farm worker uh, camp uh, so oh, we're yes. raising that we're building new um, state-of-the-art uh, multifamily developments known as Villahermosa we have Villahermosa 1 and 2 right now we're in the process of 3 um, to get a lot of those folks uh, that have been in, in uh, at Fred Young, Fred Young, um, for many years, um, yeah. into new uh, energy efficient housing. There you go. But these are rental. These are rental units. These are rental. Right? Yes, that's yeah. right. Which is a good, uh, you know, uh, mm -hmm. stepping uh, to uh, step to the. Uh, uh -huh. And then many of our just so, so you know, many of our rental um, tenants um, yeah. later on, once they get their uh, credit repaired and and so on, a lot of them. Mm -hmm. apply applied for single family development and have ended up or uh, as we call it graduated into single family home ownership so you know that's a good path uh, for a lot of them to follow as well absolutely mm -hmm. absolutely i really enjoy the, the programs i did take a look at your website and uh, some really good uh, uh, good points there where uh, people can take advantage of the services aside from constructing uh, homes and so forth there I understand that you also provide a broad range of resident services. Can you expound on that? Yes, we do. As a matter of fact, uh, we do. Uh, we don't just build beautiful houses and beautiful homes for these folks. We um, we continue working with them by bringing uh, a pipeline of resident services to their communities, uh, and this will d depend on the community as well. Obviously, uh, for example, mm -hmm. in our senior developments, we'll bring we'll bring some. Um, health and, and fitness uh, programming, uh, whereas in a, in a farm worker uh, development, we'll bring after-school kids clubs, you know, to, to serve the, the children there. We'll bring uh, computer literacy programs, mm -hmm. ESL, GED. Uh, we have uh, ballet folklorico in some areas. We have mariachi instruction. Mm -hmm. um, of course, a lot of those are right now are currently on hold because of the COVID-19, but exactly. we continue yeah. with those. We also have a scholarship program that we offer to all of our residents uh, to help their children uh, continue and, and finish their college degrees. Uh, that's wow. been a very successful program. It was founded back in 2002 and it's named after our founder, John uh, F. Mealy. Um, and over the years, we've added an, uh, separate scholarships for community services and graduate studies. So, um, mm -hmm. wow. so we have a lot of, a lot of great, uh, great stuff going. Um, you know, we uh, partner with local vendors, including the Desert Recreation District, the local YMCA, the local Boys and Girls Clubs, um, school districts, the Fine Food Bank, you know, for, for meal distributions, a lot of the churches as well. Um, 
And so, yeah, I mean, we don't just, uh, you know, give keys to new homeowners and say goodbye and, you know, congratulations. We, we really follow them to help yeah. them better their quality of life and uh, yeah. livelihoods. Very good. So you get, get involved uh, socially. You know, yeah. I've, uh, I have read studies uh, here that uh, children, when they find themselves in a stable home, where they're not having to get up and move so often, and just they feel stable and comfortable. Right. They will uh, acquire better grades, even. Yes, uh, you know, good GPAs and, and house and stable housing. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. they correlate. They go they go hand in hand. And we're looking also at partnerships, uh, future uh, more stable partnerships with the healthcare industry as well, um, because that's another thing that uh, helps our. our folks stay healthy and so on when they're receiving uh, adequate checkups, um, vital exams, uh, and so on. So, uh, and, inform- and just general information on, on uh, healthcare. You know, we've gotten grants in the past from the American Cancer Society to uh, do presentations on smoking cessation and, and, uh, and the dangers of tobacco use and whatnot. So we look at a lot of things, um, but yeah, education, we work together with education and our after-school kids clubs. Right now, I have staff um, uh, developing and, and uh, distributing STEM kits, you know, the, the science, technology, engineering, math uh, STEM kits for kids to put, you know, small robots together and, and so on. And, and not only just keep them busy, but keep them, uh, you know, educated. So, um, yeah. Yeah, we do a lot of we do a lot of great stuff, and I keep telling people, you know, we just we do more than just housing. We really do build. Obviously, <laughs> I'm really impressed. I, I did see that uh, STEM robotics. Uh, was that science, technology, engineering, mathematics? Yes, uh, and I think that now they throw now they threw in uh, the a, the A for arts, so it's STEAM. Um, <laughs> so well, now the acronym became STEAM. But yeah, it's, it's all it's all great. <clears throat> So wonderful work, you know, and that um, I can see that your organization has lots of humanity there. So that's good. That's a, it's a good deal to see. Yeah. So my question to you is, how, how can we as the public uh, support your efforts uh, in the area where you're, you're in? A, what, what would that be? Southern California? I guess that'd be Southern California. Yes, we're in Southern California and, and Riverside County. Um, yes. Uh, I would say about, I don't know, 100 miles east of uh, Los Angeles. Uh-huh. We're in the Palm Springs, uh, Coachella Valley area, where the famous Coachella Music Festival takes place. Oh, yes. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so, yeah, that's where we are. And uh, people can always help us at, uh, through their general support uh, by logging on to our website at cvhc.org mm-hmm. uh, and looking at uh, what we offer. And then uh, we do have a donation button there that they can utilize, or they can just simply write a check. Uh, and mail it to us at the address that's also listed there on the website. Um, uh, we do get a lot of support through local uh, foundations, uh, grantors, individuals, you know, our business uh, supporters, some of our the vendors that we've been working with uh, over the years that have been very generous in, in uh, helping us continue these programs. Yeah, well, that's, that's very nice, very nice. So let me ask you, uh, can you repeat your website? Give us a, a, a phone, and of course, you're on uh, social sure. media as well, I'm sure, right? Sure, our telephone number here at the office is 760-347-3157. Okay. Uh, so they can call and, and um, inquire more about that. We are uh, currently close to the public, but we're open for business. So, um, mm-hmm. And of course, our website is www.cvhc.org. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are also on Instagram. Uh, the handle there is CV Housing Coalition. So you can just look okay. for us there. 
Facebook, uh, Coachella Valley Housing Coalition as well. And also on Twitter at CV uh, underscore housing. So, um, you know, okay. we also do a lot of that. We, all, we um, you know, we work with local elected officials, state officials, federal officials to, to make mm -hmm. sure we're, we're advocating for adequate uh, legislation that supports affordable housing and uh, tax credits to continue building a lot yeah. of what we do and a lot of these beautiful uh, apartments and, and houses that we're building. Oh, yes. Okay. Sounds good. <clears throat> I really appreciate the time you've spent with us. And uh, that encourages uh, encourages our listenership to, to look into what's available in their locality as well. And then, of course, uh, to, to think about the, the work you're doing, your organization, and see how we can support that as well. And uh, again, I thank you for being with us, Javier. Well, thank you, Benjamin. Uh, once again, this is a very great opportunity. And you know, we, we, we jump on, on these uh, such opportunities uh, yeah. because we want to continue telling our story and telling Absolutely. about the great work we're, we're doing with a lot of these uh, working families that, uh, that really just need a, a, a hand up. And that's, that's what we call affordable housing. It's not a handout, but a hand up. There you and, go. you know, I call, it, uh, I call it capitalism with a heart. So there you go. Very good. Thing. Keep up the good work and enjoy the rest of your day, Javier. Oh, thank you, sir. Likewise. For those that have tuned in, if you have an inspirational human story you want to relate or any topic that is relevant to our platform, please reach out to me at yourlotandparcel.com. And now, if you would excuse me. This program has been produced by Isaac Diaz with music by Echo Foxtone. All the opinions expressed in this podcast are opinions only and should not be relied on. For more information, please visit the website yourlotandparcel.com. Thank you.